0: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
2: hello everybody and welcome to ramble reacts england beat the aussies and the irish qualification hopes are over it's saturday 14th of october i'm marcus speller and i'm jim campbell Welcome, one and all, to Ramble Reacts. We are off the back of an England victory. It feels odd, Jim, to do a Ramble Reacts when uh, when England have uh, have just played and won. Usually, we're we're in the uh, in the studio, but we are in our respective homes. We are, yeah. Should we be doing
3: an easy? Probably, probably not. Probably not for a for, um, a grizzled one nil victory over Australia <laughs> in a
1: friendly. If we'd beaten them
3: four 0 I think we might have busted yeah. out
2: an easy. But it would it. Doesn't feel like it. Maybe warrants that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, well, we, we. Yeah, I mean, I did tweet an easy for those who uh, <laughs> for those did. who follow me. So if you if you want the easy, follow me on on X. Uh, speaking of X, Jim, formerly known as Twitter, uh, this from John Hyde, uh, Marcus Speller, Jim Campbell. Hashtag thoughts and prayers uh, with you both as you try and complete a Rambo reacts tonight after England one <laughs> Australia <laughs> nil. <laughs> I, I w- you know what? I would
3: refute um the difficulty of that because i think there were actually a lot of positives for england i have to say clean sheet clean sheet yeah um mm-hmm. lewis dunk uh, I thought was very good in that clearance he had to make. Um, and generally, yes. with what he was tasked with, he was very, very good at it. For me, the standout performer would be Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, he yep. played in, in the sort of inverted role where we're kind of becoming accustomed to him playing. I thought he was superb. I thought he was England's best player. Um, he, he had a huge hand in the goal with a ball that came into Grealish. Um, and I think, you know, he probably won't be in Gareth Southgate starting 11 firmly in his mind. But... Um, he has shown that
2: he's a really, really good option if he needs to mix things up. Yeah, he was very much playing as a midfielder for most of it in that first hour or so before Kieran Trippier came on. Uh, And it was interesting to see England sort of try and do that because a lot of the time it was a back three for England, wasn't it? With Mm. um, Fikawa Tomori being asked to play Centre half and also right back at times, you know, the yes. right centre half with, with with Trent being uh, given licence to go into the midfield. I know he does that a little bit at club level as well, uh, does old Trent. But you're right. I thought of all the people who played uh, and and don't regularly start, which, let's be honest, was pretty much everybody in that pretty starting eleven. I know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even Henderson, the captain. You know, people will think, why well, on earth was he? captain and playing and whatnot but you know he has been a regular but not a starter Um, but I thought I thought Alexander-Arnold yeah he looked good he does that he can switch the play just Mm. within an instant and so accurately as well and it's Beckham-esque it really is I remember the days when there's there's no other um, phrase for it really in an England yeah I remember what yeah I remember going to watch Beckham and, and England a few times at Wembley back in the day and it just it's such a it's such a weapon or it's such a it's such a good thing to have up your sleeve when you can switch the play because often you know that's where the space is of course you know if the ball's on the on one side and it's, it can get a bit congested then boom off he goes and uh, a couple of times that Grealish might have taken a better touch obviously with the goal he did um, yeah. but yeah Alexander Arnold I think is a, a good option I I think he I think if England are to play him I would put him just in that midfield because I, I think. Yeah. That is a, a place where England are a touch light. And at right back, they're very strong, of course. And I think it looked a bit better when, when Trippier came on and Australia got a lot of joy kind of going forward at, at times. Um, but I think Alexander-Arnold, yeah, in a midfield three, and it will be a three if he's in beside Declan Rice, which you would, you would think. Um, I, I, I think that's not bad at all. And in he, in he offers something that you could argue no other England player does. Well, absolutely. I think, you know, you've made the
3: point very passionately before, Marcus, that Calvin Phillips keeps getting selected despite not playing at club level because he does exactly that thing. He offers something that nobody else does. And actually, if that becomes a really sort of essentially chronic issue where he barely plays again all season and it's ridiculous to expect him to even be kind of fit enough to play play at a a tournament, then perhaps Alexander-Arnold is there being groomed as the alternative to that. And we often kind of like, you know, look at these games and think there may be a little bit of, if not a pointless exercise, then a kind of um, not entirely pleasant one to watch. But this is what you gain out of it, right? This sort of experimentation is is where the value comes. And I I thought... um You know, Alexander-Arnold, as I say, brought some value. It was nice to see Jack Grealish play as a sort of, um, as a real senior man. You know, he took responsibility with the ball quite Mm. a lot, and I I sort of enjoyed that. And also, Ollie Watkins' performance was was really strong. thought he, I I worried if he might have kind of blotted his copybook a little bit with a miss in the first half. He sort of took it a little bit too wide, and you feel like you'd have scored that for Villa, but he made no mistake with um, what Jack
2: Grealish thought was going to be his goal. <laughs> Grealish didn't look happy, did he? I think he did Grusen not know. particularly happy all the evening. I might say. I mean, it's. Uh, it's. I know. It's. A, we talked about his tricky start to the season due to injury and and whatnot. But yeah, well, he He got a, he got a, to get a massive there.
3: dead leg, didn't he? Apparently,
2: and uh, he, <laughs> yes, right, he. Yeah, that's He was saying like it's the the
3: like the the worst dead leg he's ever even heard of, and I guess when you've mm. got that much leg in the first place, you are yeah. more vulnerable to leg death.
2: Yeah. Can you get a uh, a dead calf, maybe? Not with his. I reckon he can do it all, mate. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. Greenish. It, the i'm I'm convinced from the angle that the ball wasn't going to go in. It would have been very I close. Agree. But e- either or, for crying out loud, if Watkins got w- got waits to for it. that, you've absolutely. But it's it, it, as um, I think. Jill Scott said, it's like just get it, just put it in. I do worry mm. about all that. I mean, the only the only thing is that if he puts it in and he's offside, which of course he was. He was well on yeah. but yeah, Watkins did absolutely the right thing. Joe Cole described Watkins' position for the goal as the position of maximum opportunity, which I quite yeah. like. I haven't heard that phrase in a Gre- while. Did Did Grealish put it into the? I was going to say the corridor of uncertainty, but he's he's that close to the goal, and <laughs> the ball is so close to yeah. going in. Perhaps that that's not a corridor, is it? That is a that is no. just you know he's, he's nearly put the ball in the back of the net. Um, but I was pleased for Watkins. I thought we played well. As, as Joe Cole himself said, he worked the channels. He's busy. Uh, he's lively. He, he can he can link a bit more than one or two of the other options, which we spoke about on yesterday's yeah. ramble. And you know, he, yeah, he snatched at that one, didn't he, when he went through on goal? I mean, he was he hit the post. He was unlucky. Um, but Watkins, clearly, uh, in the absence of Ivan Tony, is the front runner, if you will, uh, yeah. for that it's his uh, to lose, spot behind Harry Kane. Yeah, you would you would say so. Yeah,
3: absolutely. I think, you know, it's interesting that, um, you know, we're talking about Watkins as the understudy um, from an English point of view. I was sort of disappointed that we had the same with Australia and that they didn't call up Cumdog Because I think if you're going to have a young kind of untested defence, really, youth in terms of their Mm. experience together, then you want to be playing against the world's best players. And we've we've missed an opportunity to see what, um, you know, Carwell, Tamori and, and, and Dunk could have done there. But, you know... I'd forgotten all about him.
2: Did they do some sort I of? I forget about him all the with... time,
3: and every every time yeah. I remember, I'm delighted, but also like I feel a bit
2: sick. I know what you mean. I think that's it. Was it? Was it not? Um, was it not? Uh, you know, when when Australia played Argentina at the World Cup, when they're all sort of shaking hands at the end, he appeared like shaking Messi's hand. You're like, oh, was that? Yeah, he did. It's just a strange <laughs> one. Yes, it I was. always, get, I always think, Oh yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I I, I think did him and Lyndon Dykes. Like, did they sort of make a pact? And so go, all right, you you, Yeah, <laughs> you play for them, I'll play for this lot sort of thing. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but on Australia, you have to say, Jim, gave a bloody good account of themselves. In fact, they'll go off they thinking, did. flip it, how, how have we lost that game? Now, I would yeah. say England were, were marginally better. The stats, certainly the, the stats in terms of shots, would suggest Australia were, but they, they hit the post. Great chance, as you mentioned earlier, that Lewis Dunk brilliantly cleared off the line. Um, you know... Th- Juice had a really good the, the, chance in the first half as well. It was really well crafted as well. Yeah, was it? I mean, the, the volley was it, was it was a great effort. Mm. Australia caused England a lot of problems, and I think, I think with un, under Arnold, uh, Australia have have really improved going into the World Cup. I know there was concerns thinking, you know, how on earth have they? Have they of uh, uh, the don't know, it was the, the goalkeeper. What was his name? Redmayne. Who um, his antics in that penalty shootout, mm. of course, uh, managed to 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 get Australia to Qatar, and at the World Cup to go through to the to the qualifiers. Of course, great win over Denmark and and whatnot, and only just uh, edged by Argentina, who would go on to win it. And then since then, they've had some sort of fairly positive results against some Latin American opposition. But coming into this game you know it, all the cliches are there well set up well organized worked hard but I thought they were better than that they created chances yeah and just couldn't quite put them away often for a side who who are well drilled and so on if you don't have that goal scorer up front which of course the majority of sides don't because goal scorers are, are, are a rare old thing um, it was it was a shame for them that that was their sort of undoing but Jim you know you've got to give yeah. them credit if you're not Absolutely, yeah. I'm, I was very impressed with
3: um, St Mirren's Kai Bacchus in particular, maybe sort of doubly motivated being an Australian man playing <laughs> in Scotland. Uh, but he, he was very, very impressive. Um, and yeah, they I mean, they... Th- you know they they were very very organised as you said. Sort of all the cliches were true essentially, but I think they played at really at the ceiling of that. And they like you say they will be kicking themselves that so they haven't um, taken something that I've felt like they were they were good for a goal. And there were times as well in the last ten minutes where I felt like yeah it almost seemed a little bit like England were assuming they were going to close this out, and Australia sort of grew in the game a little bit, made some chances, unlucky right at the end to not get a corner that I think they should have had and um looked like, looked capable of causing England some damage really
2: but obviously it well, wasn't they, to be. that's they good They looked good at a set of pieces as well uh mm. the aussies you know as I say they were unlucky and as you mentioned you know had some chance it was nice to see rennie Mullenstein in there being interviewed at half time he was having a good mm-hmm. old he uh, he was just enjoying it wasn't he he was just like yeah, it's he just was goodness. yeah he was like grinning from ear to ear just having a lovely lovely <laughs> old time by the way, I should just say that um, we've, we've just been passed a note that's that's saying that the cum dog is currently playing in India, and he he tried a if you like a Robert Perez Thierry Henry type penalty last week, or should I say Mau- Mauro Mauroicardi, and uh, they fluffed it as well. They messed it. Ah, up. good, so good. It's, I mean, good it's see that fitting still tribute. Still isn't it, to get it wrong.
3: <laughs> yeah, again, exactly. ridiculous that he's not been called up. But you know what? Can, what can we do from here?
2: Indeed, we're do just a little guy. Only, we, we can only um, just wade in with our opinions um, some of the others who um, were playing for England tonight who, who got chance you mentioned Lewis Dunk there I think Lewis Dunk looks pretty assured in an England shirt does, we know yeah. that Dunk is is not uh, you know what is Dunk he's, he's in his 30s he's playing the best football of his career um, he's you know Dunk is you know he's not served the, the, the quality of say John Stones is when it comes to centre halves but he's he's a very functional, very solid, kind of typical English style defender. We know, of course, that in the last uh, few seasons, he's he's really learned to play with the ball at uh, his feet out of the back. Um, Tomori, you know, pretty solid stuff. I mean, England were a little bit vulnerable. I think perhaps the personnel. Fair credit to the Australians, the way they played and the tactical setup for England caused a little bit of confusion. I thought Cole will again like did okay um but yeah really the, the the positions in front of them you know if you're looking at say conor gallagher who i i don't think gallagher will start for england you know i I, th- I think he's one of probably on the fringes of the squad i think if you're james ward Prowse, even though they're a different type of midfielder i think james Ward Prowse will feel a bit aggrieved not to be there um, but Conor yeah. Gallagher is perhaps a bit more sort of squad filler, which sounds a bit harsh to him because he's a decent player. But I think that's realistically where, where he's going to be, unless you disagree, Jim. No, I do agree with you, with you on that. I think um, actually Gallagher was
3: probably just edged in ahead of at Ward-Prowse for... Um, reasons I personally am not sure about uh, I thought he was actually kind of lucky to stay on the pitch tonight I think if that had been a comp- yeah. competitive game he might have been sent off as quite scalzy in the challenge on a couple of occasions <laughs> Um yeah. But yeah, I think Carl Cowell was had a bit of a mixed evening, didn't he? He had he had some really great moments and a couple of sort of misplaced passes that weren't so good. But I think it's pro- mm. probably just a young player getting up to up to speed with playing in in the England environment. So I think there's there's certainly he you know warrants um, further inclusion and, and more of a look. I felt for Jared Bowen a bit. I think the game passed yeah. him by a little bit. I think he didn't. Tamori had a similar evening in 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 a sense mm. in that. Essentially, England didn't really use their right flank all that much, and neither of those players had a huge amount to do. Um, so again, hopefully, we we'll, you know we'll get get a chance to see more of more of both those players. Um, but yeah, I, I, otherwise,
2: yeah. I, I would agree. Yeah, it's a tricky one for someone like Bowen because, as you say, that type of position, you know, you you want to do something, you want to create something, you want to score, you want to assist, and if you don't, you feel like, ah, will I get another audition? You know, because it can be quick. Yeah international football. But it is almost like the old trials you used to have, you know, <laughs> when you were a schoolboy, you know, if you didn't perform or you, did, you know, you, the, you were in a team and you weren't getting passed to or whatever, then that was, that was your chance. Now, obviously Bowen has been called up before, um, but there is a lot of competition in, in those places. Yeah. But I mean, on the other side though, I didn't think Jack Grealish had a particularly great night. I still, he looks a bit off the pace and I obviously, Moment of quality, which would ultimately set up Watkins. Grealish will be in contention to start against Italy, of course. Mm. I'm not sure if he will. I mean, Marcus Rashford um, came on for for Grealish, and and Grealish, you know, he has as, as we mentioned earlier, he hasn't played that much football, of course, uh, due to that injury and and whatnot. So, he'll be pleased to get some minutes under his, his belt. But when Rashford came on, you suddenly saw the pace pick up a bit. You know, he was beating mm. his man down the flank, and the one thing. Something about Grealish. I think Grealish is a great player. I think he's a really handy player for England to have. He's very, very predictable, though. He always yeah. cuts back onto onto that right foot, and I know people will immediately say, "Oh, yeah," but but how many other players do that, you know? And then people will immediately say, "But Iron oh, Robin did okay in his career, or something like that." Yeah. It's a very different wingers, but Grealish, I find that that he 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 does that a lot. Now, I suppose. I appreciate that when he's been playing for Manchester City you know that's where he will have learned to you know you 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 make sure you keep the ball but I just mm. I wonder with Grealish if again if his fitness is there just to just to go at the fullback a little bit more you know be a little bit more expansive but then I might be being a bit harsh because we know he can do it he has been injured a bit and 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 he said he wasn't fit so I don't know whether he'll start against Italy I have a feeling that it'll be no. Phil foden on that side yeah, I would think so, especially given with you know um, Jack Grealish
3: having this appalling dead leg or whatever it was. I, I think starting him twice in twice in a week is unlikely, isn't it? So I would think it will be mm. um, Foden, Kane, and um, and
2: one other. I suppose we don't know. I don't really well, feel I too mean, clear about who's going to start on the right. Yeah, I mean, or he could play Foden on the right, of course, and maybe start Rashford as yeah. well. But the point is that Saka's not there. Sterling is not in the squad yet again there is a chance for them. So maybe we will see Grealish. I mean, Grealish did start um, against Italy before in Naples, so uh, but that seems a long, long time mm. ago now, of course. Um, but was there any yeah, other we, performances, um, Jim, in, in in the England side against Australia that perhaps caught your eye or concerned you?
3: Yeah, well, I was going to say, we haven't mentioned James Madison yet, who I thought had a really good game and he's in an interesting situation mm-hmm. because he started in midfield um, and for a long time we thought that just Southgate didn't fancy a player like that playing in a system like that. Um, and now I think the danger is that, um, he's essentially playing where Jude Bellingham will play and Bellingham will start yeah. in every important game so it's um, it's an interesting one but I thought he, he had some brilliant moments the through ball for Ollie Watkins um, in, in the chance he ultimately couldn't quite put away was absolutely laser guided exceptional he was really mm-hmm. really available really busy um, I don't really think he could have done a lot more in the reality of how the game went in terms of you know um, staying in there I, I, it's going to be very difficult I think for him to sort of break into the starting 11 um, for the reasons we've just been over but um he absolutely repeatedly
2: has demonstrated to Southgate in the opportunities that he's had that he's that he can bring a lot of value to that squad yeah he could have the uh I know it doesn't quite work like this but if you will he could have the number 12 or number 13 jersey in that (laughs) squad. if you see what I mean (laughs) but there's so there's so much of that in this
3: team and it's such a joy isn't it like (laughs) Phil Foden not necessarily starting Sterling and Saka not even in the squad for for different reasons but it's still it's it's still so
2: heartening isn't it we'll yeah I, think, I we think don't win <laughs> <laughs> I, we, we just won Jim what are you talking about um, <laughs> yeah in a friendly but yeah I know what you mean I think I think if you're Raheem Sterling you might be a little bit annoyed that you're not there but I suppose the argument would be Southgate knows Sterling very very well indeed and so I think this is it you yeah know, you know, So so, um, so there we are
1: Hello, I am Sven-Goran Eriksson, and you are listening to the Football Ramble.
2: Elsewhere last night, Ireland 0, Greece 2. Ireland's Euro 2020's four hopes were ended by those uh, Greeks. And look, let's be honest, Ireland's hopes were pretty much ended before this anyway. Um, Shay Given described it as a, a as as a very very low point. He said it's simply not good enough. Where do uh, Republic of Ireland go from here? I don't know. Five defeats in six qualifiers. Jim, the Kenny project yeah. is is not yielding any results at all. No. If you think about the previous qualification for the World Cup, it was pretty drab. You know, I mean under Kenny remember like home loss against Luxembourg which was a, a particularly low point as well this time round they're in a group with France and Netherlands okay it's going to be tough but you've got to do what Greece have done you've got to just keep on going see how long you can keep them going for because you know France have done Greece a solid there by beating the Netherlands 2-1 last night but they've but yeah I think, I think what have, have, have Ireland lost home and away to Greece um, and 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 it started quite well for Ireland they lost 1-0 at home to France and that wonderful Mike Mannion save when, um, hmm. I forget who it was from the corner, and everyone thought, oh my God, we were so close to getting a decent result against France. Here we go, this is it. And you look at those results on paper, and the worrying thing for Ireland is, it's not just that you don't qualify, is that you, you, you go down the pots. And the pots are crucial. yeah, Absolutely crucial. Absolutely. And here they are again, and, and I... I I don't know that much about the the. the I haven't watched Ireland that much, and and what the conversations are going on there. But you would fear for Kenny and his his job as Ireland manager. Yeah, I, I think I think so.
3: Given the, uh, it's the lack of progress, isn't it? And I know yeah. they're in a difficult spot. Obviously, you know they've got young Evan Ferguson coming through. Looks like he's going to be an absolute superstar. But that isn't sort of going to be enough. Certainly not now. Um, and George Wayne never played at a World it's, Cup, it's, mate. Well, yeah. <laughs> but you just think, don't you? In a situation like this, where do you turn after that? Do you, do you go to someone? Mm. Do, you, do you get a grizzled old veteran in? Do you give Fizzer a <laughs> shout? <Do> you, <laughs> Fizzer,
2: Fizzer, yeah, that is offensive. He's probably
3: sending to all a CV in. Them. I know I it's offensive,
2: believe- but what else do you do? What What suggestion have you they, got? Why you, would you they, not the Fizzer? Idea. Not Fizzer. Jedward would that be one. more appropriate than Fizzer. <laughs> like it's outrageous
3: (laughs) look we just we know that he's lurking and if a job comes up that involves you know not exactly working full time he's going to throw (laughs) his hat into the ring
2: bloody Nora Jim
3: I don't know Uh, how to fix the Irish national team's problems if you want if you want a serious serious dissection of what's gone wrong and how to fix Mm. it I am not your man for that you know that you've introduced this idea Fizzler was inevitable Roy
2: Keane just say Roy Keane and we can all move on right all right, Roy Keane. There you go. Stick a rocket up. That's what they maybe need. I don't know. I don't know if they do. <laughs> I, it is like I, you're right. Where do they go? Like it's it, it's it's a it's a shite situation. There's there's no two ways about mm. it. Um, so yeah, I mean, elsewhere in the group, you know, France beat the Netherlands two one. Um, talking of rockets, what about that second goal from Kylian and Bappe? Oh. Yeah, I mean the the first goal was magnificent. I feel like first goal was, Yeah,
3: he's such a brilliant. Player that some t- he'll do this fairly often. He'll score a brilliant goal and then score a like sort of super brilliant goal, and everyone forgets about the first brilliant goal. He's mm-hmm. st- just got so much in his locker. He's, is he moved into fourth in the all-time top scorers list for France now? And he's what like
2: twenty-three? Is he? It's, yeah, it's I mean, absolutely phenomenal stuff. He's still got to. Uh, he's still got to catch Olivier Giroud, of course, Jim, which is the gold standard. He does, comes, of course, <laughs> for, for 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 France goal scorers. Yes. Um, yeah, I know. What who you would want time... to bear down on such a handsome specimen. <laughs> I can't think of anybody. Um, when obviously England against Australia, you know, it was experimental. It was a bit stodgy, blah 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 blah. And you think, but but you know, feeling pretty good about England ahead of the Euros uh, next summer, of course. And then you see Mbappe do that, and you kind of go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just th- really I- got to hope someone else knocks them out. <laughs> I wonder what you were going to say there. Yeah. In a few, yeah. Well, Switzerland did in the last Euros. They did everybody solid. Well, in, in, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, let's not go over old ground for crying out loud. Talking of um, old things, though, Cristiano Ronaldo scored his 125th international <laughs> goal in uh, Portugal's 3-2 win against Slovakia. Jim, the big takeaway is that only one of his goals was a penalty. Yeah, huge. So he's, you know, maybe he's um, he
3: finally found the the, the uh, elixir of youth or the fountain of youth that we know he's been
2: privately looking for in his spare oh, time. Come on. Um, what is he? What is he? In, you know, drinking, ingesting like goodness knows what he's doing to try and stay young. Yeah, it'd be all kinds of um,
3: terrifying stuff that we don't really want to hear about. Um, I saw a, an amazing stat that I can only half remember, but I'm just going to regurgitate <laughs> it anyway. Um, it was about that good? The amount of goals he scored—it was that good. It was the amount of goals he'd scored for, for Portugal over 30, and it was—it was higher than a lot of nations' top scorers' numbers. 73. It was Jim. something like it was 73. That's it. Yeah, yeah. 73. You just found it. Look at that.
2: Look well, you know, if you're going to Absolutely remember half of that, you'd go, he's only scored 7 goals since he turned 30 for Portugal. Um yeah, 73 goals since he turned 30 for Portugal. As you s- that's like that's more than Harry Kane for England <laughs> easily. Ridiculous. Easily. Yeah. It's Absolutely utterly it absurd. It's more than Harry Kane will get near. <laughs> Absolutely mad. And only uh, 68 of them have been penalties. Um, old Penaldo, <laughs> uh, but he the got other the winner. Obviously, um, yeah. Rebounds from penalties. Th- that's right. Yeah, it, it it is worth remembering. The trouble is, like, because he's such a silly sausage, you know. You you kind of want to, you, you know, you, you want you want to take the piss out of him. Basically, is is what you want to do. And then you see the numbers yeah. put in front of him you go, my giddy aunt, that ain't bad, it's is
3: it? His, it it's something about the quality of his character, though, isn't it? He is like narcissist mm. himself, oh, sort of yeah. like reincarnated. It's it's hilarious how much he loves himself. Like yeah. he, like his record speaks for itself. He doesn't need to be so outwardly insecure about it. It feels like he needs yeah. the entire world to reassure him about how brilliant he is all the time. It's weird, mm. and it, it makes him quite funny as well as being just this this kind of. This figure so good at his sport that it's almost difficult to process him.
2: Bloody hellfire! Um, so yeah, another uh, one. Romelu Lukaku also scored for Belgium uh, last night. Just Bad news ed-, for ed Scott McDominate edging away from from Scott McTominay in the, uh, the the top goal scorers charts for qualification. Still all to play for there. But uh, yeah, McTominay's got um, a little bit to do to get there. Uh, speaking of Scott McTominay, the, the Scottish FA have written to UEFA to seek clarification about why his uh, free kick goal was disallowed in Spain. They're really not mm. giving this up, are they? They're, I, we're about no. four they gonna steps ask away replay? from them asking for a replay. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like even was it John McGinn was saying. You know, we needed clarification. I understand there was a bit of confusion, but we can all agree that the right decision was made, hmm. though. If it was the wrong decision, I could understand if people were a bit pissed off. But he said, uh, he said, yeah, like, if you look at it, you know, his legs offside. I just, It's incredibly harsh. And it's like, lads, I know you really want this. I really, really do. Yeah. And, uh, and the neutral wanted it. Oh, blah-de-blah-de-blah. It's, it's, it's rightly it's ruled out, it's that gone. goal. It's, it's, Don't you know, lose the next five games because you're annoyed about this. Oh my goodness! My, oh dear! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, so, uh, so there we are, um, everybody. So, uh, I mean, Jim, you, you know, we are in the uh, right in the mix of uh, international weekend, of course. How are you going to be celebrating mm-hmm. the rest of the weekend? Uh, a, a, a sort of uh, a feast of foods from around the the continent, perhaps. Probably just cartwheels. Uh, you know how. Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> enthusiastic I am about the international yeah. break, so I'll probably just be bouncing around. Yeah. Off the Cartwheels walks. and, and pasted creams.
2: Yeah. The yeah, Jim Campbell out. story. Um, okay. <laughs> How about you? You don't have your face paint on. Uh, no, I sort of scrubbed it off um, before uh, recording, but don't you worry, it'll be back. I am going to the game on Tuesday night um, uh, for for Italy, so I'm looking forward to that very much, although obviously not the weekend, but maybe... Maybe I might leave the gate open till Wednesday morning. I don't know. We'll Ooh, see. Wow! Huge news. I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided. You know, the country's got to function, and we're in st- We're in. We're in a bad state, so we need all the all the workforce we can get. Anyway, enough of the bollocks, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to today's Ramble Reacts. Uh, myself, Jim, Pete, and Vish will be back on Monday, of course, to talk about the internationals that are happening today and on Sunday. Find us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Football Ramble and remember to subscribe on your podcast app thank you Jimmy thank you thank you England
4: the Football Ramble is a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network